0: My name is Deb Howcroft, and I'm with the National Disability Services' Safer and Stronger program. Today, I'm speaking with Uli Kaplan, who is one of Victoria's COVID-19 vaccine champions. Uli is a disability advocate and a filmmaker. His documentary, Life is a Battlefield, follows the journey of Uli's transformation from a young man battling with disability and chronic illness to disability advocate. His film will be launched on SBS on December 4 this year. Welcome,
1: Ollie. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us and congratulations on the completion of your documentary and the December launch.
1: Thank you for having me. Um, it's been five years and um, you got to love what you do and luckily I love what I do. So, yeah, hard work but glad to be at a point where I can put it on a shelf and forget about it.
0: Excellent. Well, I've already uh, scratched it into my diary so I'll be, I'll be
1: watching. Thank you. I appreciate that. Look,
0: firstly, I'd like to uh, also thank you for taking on the role of vaccine champion in Victoria. You know, it's it's so important that we um, we all go out and get vaccinated, so we can stop the interruptions to our lives and start living yes. with people we love again. And I really thank you for taking an active role in, in helping the rest of us get there. No,
1: no problem. It's easy. It's easy to get caught up in all the you know all the conspiracies and all the rumours, but you know, the, I may as well if I've got the capability of helping and helping people, I may as well do that, and, yeah, that's what I'm doing.
0: Well, would you please tell us a bit about yourself and and what you do and why you became involved in the Vaccine Champion program?
1: Um, I'm a 26-year-old, spent most of my life in hospital, um, spent some of my time in foster care, um, was still in the NDIS system, obviously, but um, then when I turned 18, 19, I... came out of foster care and went into basically disability of shared accommodation, um, residential care, um, mm-hmm. as, you know, the general public would probably see it as, um, or resi housing. Um, I I don't know. I um, Why did I become involved in the vaccine program? Because I was very frustrated and very annoyed, um, blamed multiple governments, then realised that it was no one's fault and... You Know we're all trying to do the best we can, so I had time to reflect. Mm-hmm. I, um, I was lucky enough to um, be seen by various people and be, you know, trusted in doing this role. And I, if you can't beat them, you may as well join them type of thing. So, you know, if I'm going to kick and stream and get frustrated and overwhelmed, then my mental health is going to go nuts because I'm freaking out about something that I can't control, I may as well work with the people that can do something and make a change. So, yeah. 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 And at the end of the day, it's not about who I work for or who I'm aligned with or who I like or who I don't like. I'm I'm here to represent the people um, and I think that's one point I want to make, you know, I might be working for the vaccine, you know, program, vaccine champion program, which, yes, is run by the Victorian government, but, um, I'm here for the people that have disability, for people like myself, and I can safely say to the people that are listening that if I didn't believe in it, I wouldn't be doing it. So yeah. that's that's why I'm here. I believe in what they do, and I have trust in them.
0: Yeah, it's a th- thing to get us through this uh, pandemic, isn't it? To accept what we can't change, but, um, maybe we can we can you know influence yeah. the things we can change.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, in in Australia at the moment there are no mandates for any of the vaccines. That the majority of us have been given through our yeah. lives. You know, yeah, yet with, you know, with COVID nineteen vaccines, we're seeing you know this hesitancy and fear and a, and a lack of urgency. So, Willie, really, one. Why, why was getting a vaccine important to you? And, and was there anything in particular that influenced your decision to to get vaccinated?
1: Very simply, I do not want to see the repercussions or the the damage that I would do to myself if I didn't get the vaccine. Um, I was, yes, I was nervous at at, at at a point. My first question was, wow, this vaccine came quickly. And I'm going to mention to you guys again that I spent most of my life in a hospital, so I know the hospital system. I'm no expert, but I have lived experience. I, I understand it. And my first concern was, wow, that was designed quick. Um, and I very much know I've been very sick. Um, as people will see if they watch my movie, and I've you know nearly been on ventilators. I've had you know been in ICU. It's not a fun place. Um, and I, I just had faith. I just yeah. had faith in the system. I trusted the system. I, I was nervous. I was sceptical. I'm not going to deny that I wasn't. I don't really know how to explain it. It's just I knew in my heart that the if I didn't have the vaccine, I it would be very dangerous. It would yeah. be I have a disability, but I also have a lung condition. So if me getting COVID-19 would have been catastrophic, it would have been disastrous, it would have been a nightmare. It would have been a lot more stressful than what you probably already are at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I spoke to, you know, my main hospital. I spoke to my GP um, and I thought about it for a while. Don't get me wrong, I did. Um, and I asked them whether Pfizer and AstraZeneca was okay and they both said that it was fine. At the point, um, Pfizer wasn't preferenced. So I'm just like, hey, what's going on with these um, vaccines? And they said that it was okay. I even said the question: Are you telling me they're okay because you want to keep me calm? Are you telling me because that's you know you're funded by public systems? Are the governments telling you to tell me? And they're just like no, um, you know they are safe. We've we've we have looked at the research, not just the government. We've looked at it ourselves. We've had meetings about it, um, and they're they're safe. So I'm just like I may as well. But in a nutshell, I didn't want to take the chance of being in intensive care and having a tube down my throat and, you know, being in excruciating pain for whatever reason. And I have 45% of my lungs left, so it is very hard for me to breathe on a normal basis, let alone my lungs being attacked by a virus that we can't stop. Mm. Well, we can, you know, but it's difficult. Um I... I was scared about taking it and I was scared about not taking it but I was even more scared about not taking it. That's a simple answer. I don't I'm not going to sit here and pretend like oh I I can you know I'm smart I'm working for the government I have all the answers no it's it's as simple as I didn't want to get sick. Yeah.
0: So so after you know speaking with your Your GPs and uh, the people that you consult. And you did tell me yesterday that, you know, after having spent so much time in hospital, you had a lot of faith in their care and, um, Mm. uh, you know, you trusted them. So how did you, after making that decision, how did you find the process of getting your vaccination? And, And I suppose I wonder from that if you have any tips for people who are still waiting to make a booking or, you know, what people might be able to do to make sure their booking goes smoothly and, in particular, for people with
1: disabilities? I think having, when I say having faith, just to reiterate, I was nervous. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't trust the vaccine. I didn't trust the system. I had faith. I had hope. That doesn't mean I was certain about it. I just knew that if I didn't get it, there was a risk of something bad happening. But Once I made the decision to get it, um, it was very confusing. Very, 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 very undoubtedly confusing because I consented for AstraZeneca. And then the Prime Minister of Australia made the recommendations that um, I think people with pre existing conditions or disabilities had to get Pfizer. And I'm just like, hang on a second. I signed a form saying that I'm happy to get AstraZeneca but now you've changed your mind, which is okay. So, like, what does that mean? Um, And I asked my support workers and they went to the managers and they asked the health provider and they're just like, that's fine, you know, the forms is not valid anymore, you're getting Pfizer, we're waiting for a new batch to come in, you're going to get that. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm just like, when do we do it? Like when are we getting it? And there was no real like my support workers and the managers didn't really know, so they had to go up the food chain to find out from their managers. But the actual process of getting it was really, really simple. So um, I had a lung condition, and I was I was also concerned about that. I'm just yeah. like, hey, I've got strangers coming into my house. Like, what are we doing? And they're just like, that's fine. Um, And they did all they did next door because they've got all they've got severe autism and they're non-verbal. So they did all that. Um I you know I happily asked them, have you changed your gown? Have you washed your hands? You know, can we have as little people as in the room as possible? Mm -hmm. And they were they were all good. Um honestly, I know this might sound funny to some people, but I literally rolled out of bed at 9:15, walked into my land room with no top on, sat in a chair and got a needle. That's, that's all it is. Um, yes, there were side effects. A little bit, got a headache, um, a ridiculously short and sharp headache. It was very painful, but it didn't last long. Um, had a bit of a sore arm, felt like someone punched me in the arm. Um, but I think, quick I'm going to crush a quick myth. If people stay sit there and say that there's no side effects at all, do any vaccine? Come on, guys! There is some sort of side effects of some sort. You know, a vaccine is doing something. You're going to get a sore arm. You might get a headache. You might get a bit thirsty. Heck, you might get a bit tired. Um, So yes, I did have a few side effects. Not as bad, um, but it was confusing. I hope, and you know. Tell the vaccine program if you ever speak to us, or tell DHS that tell us what your stories are like. Because I hope they're better than what they were a couple of months ago. I would assume they're better. So
0: when, when did you when did you have your first uh, vaccination?
1: The week after the Royal Commission interview, I did. Oh ah, yeah, um, and a number of months ago. Yeah, a number of months ago. That was, um, you know, when that was. There was, was like two or three days news day where they were. Up in arms because only 900 people in disability care oh, have yeah. the vaccine. That yeah. week, so that's a while just ago. just after that. Yeah, a while yeah. ago, like yeah. two, three months ago. So that's why I'm interested to see like if it's got better. I would assume it is. So,
0: so, um, so I'm thinking, you know, as a vaccine champion, which you're doing, um, how can you help people who have family, friends, co-workers, or people themselves who are anxious about the vaccines? or also getting information about the vaccines that's false. You know, what, what do you suggest they can do to help build confidence in the vaccines?
1: Keep it simple. Um, I would think that, number one, speak to your support workers. Speak to the people around you. Speak to your foster mother, your brothers and sisters, your carers, whatever. Speak to them. Um Don't have to be, you know, speak about what you're nervous about. doesn't have to be in one chunk. Do it little by little. Speak to people that you trust. And, you know, if you want to watch the news, watch the news. If you want to watch watch the news, I was going to say watch social media, but don't watch social media. It frustrated me. I'm a person with disability and it frustrated me. And don't get me wrong, the news also frustrated me. The government also frustrated me, but things change very rapidly. They change very quickly. Um, But speak to the people that you trust. And if you're nervous about getting the vaccine, you don't need to say, okay, I want to go get it. Just tell someone that you're thinking about it. Tell someone that you're nervous about it. Just explore the conversation. You know, you talking about it doesn't mean you need to go and get it. You talking about it is just you expressing how you feel. But if if you were to get it, um, I would say go. Do you just go to your GP? You know, even even if you want to have a sit down and just speak to them about your concerns and come back in a couple of days and then have the vaccine, whatever it might be. But use the supports around you. Talk about it. Um, and if you're going to go anywhere and look for information, go to the Victorian government website. Like. I haven't. I can't. I'm gonna really be a bit biased. I haven't seen anyone else, any other state governments' websites, but the Victorian government's is actually really easy to read. Like, oh my god, you type a question in and you get your answer. It is great. Um, and I think the best thing they've done is I don't even watch the news conferences anymore, Deb. I just wait for the notifications to come up, mostly on ABC because I, I trust them, but. You know, I just up for the pop-ups because they're like an hour and a half long. Guys, I don't expect you to watch them for an hour and a half. An hour and a half. I don't want to listen to anyone for an hour and a half. Um, but go to the Victorian government website. Have a look. Again, if you can't find it or you don't understand it, ask someone that you trust. Um, and I, a lot of people say ask someone you trust, but I'm telling you guys to do that because... Hopefully, they're not going to judge you. They're not going to, you know, they're going to be supportive of you. You know, you don't have to get it if you don't want to, but I would recommend you get it because everyone is nervous. You're always nervous about something. You know, if you've met a new support worker or you're, you know, going to a new place for the first time or you're catching a train for the first time, it's always nervous. But once you do it once, it's not so bad. You know, and if it is that terribly bad, you don't need to do it again.
0: Well, that's right. Well, you have to turn up for the second
1: one. The second one. (laughs) But you've got to do it twice, but after that you'll be fine.
0: That's correct. So, you know,
1: take your time um, and, you know, if you ask a question, maybe put Easy English at the end of Google because there are Easy English stuff out there. Um, I know know, um, the Victorian government and... You know, agencies out there are trying to make it simple so we can understand it. Um, but yeah, just I'm not saying go. I'm not saying go get it. I'm not going to pretend like I have all the answers. But I would seriously think about it and just do it at your own pace, do it at your own time. Um, yeah. Ollie, well, you've
0: um, you've given some really good. Uh, I don't know whether, some advice, I suppose, but some yeah yeah some. Some uh, good information, yeah, particularly I think around talking to people you trust and the, and going and finding, like the, like the government website, going and finding
1: sources that are reliable. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, I, 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 the way I did it was I looked at all sources and then I picked out what repeated themselves, what was common, and mm. then, like, I took those ideas and I thought about them for myself because most of them report the same thing. But they're all a bit different. But trust me, I'm talking to the people with disability right now. I, I don't. I'm being. Hang on my heart. Do not trust social media. Please, I beg you. No one else. This is me talking. Don't trust social media. Please, just don't do it. Don't do it. It'll it'll stress you out. Just don't. It stresses me out, and I'm a person that's very well aware of the situation and it annoys me.
0: Thank you, Uli, for taking the time to speak with us today and sharing with us why it's so important that if we're eligible, we should take up the opportunity to get a vaccination. For more information on the Vaccine Champions Program, you can email Sarah Anderson at sarah.anderson at health.vic.gov.au or go to the Victoria COVID-19 Hub Toolkit on the NDS website at indias of or